there are times when Rondo can be the best player on the floor. But then there are other times when Rondo can be the most asinine player on the floor if he wants to. And we've seen both. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Getting back to basketball here, what's going on on the court? Let's start in the Western Conference. Listen, the Clippers is my favorite team to win this whole thing, right? To win it all. But a lot of talented teams in the Western Conference that I think could give them a run for their money. One of them is Houston, in my opinion. The Warriors are still around. I know they don't look the same as they did last season, but I still think that there's something there. I still think the guy, these Portland, guys got a lot to play for. Portland's going to make some noise. Portland's going to make some noise. I'm and then you got the Lakers. Well, I ain't even better than them as a team. I think one of the most dangerous teams nobody talks about is Denver. Denver Denver's had, a good Denver, one. Denver's Denver had a, good a one, yeah. great year. And yeah. Jokic was, you know, he, he could was, be an MVP he, this year. That's right. He, could he be an was an MVP. They had great guard mm-hmm. play. That's the team right now. And they get you in that... Um, up in that mile high environment, everybody says, "Well, you know, it's only it's only a mirage. You know, it's only in your mind right now that you're thinking that you're tired in that altitude." No, no, it's really not. If you have been to Denver before I've and you been. go up there and you walk around, you be like, "What? What's wrong, man? Why am I? Why am I breathing so?" Mm. And you're just walking. So you imagine as great as these players were are that all of a sudden you're running full speed up and down. It takes the lungs a little bit of time to acclimate. And, and that's what happens. It used to happen to me in that first quarter when we played uh, Denver. It's like you go up there and you're going, guys are gasping for, for air. And then your lungs in the second half become a lot more, become more efficient. Okay. But uh, initially, that's a tough, that's going to be a tough out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they just got a lot of young talents. And, and that's the kind of team that I feel like has been together long enough that they're ready to make that next stride. So, yeah, I put them in the mix as well. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., I think, is really important for that team as well. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what this kid's got. Yeah. I liked, he, him. I liked he, him a lot in college. Oh, gosh. He was, like, at Good one player. time was rated as one of the top players mm-hmm. uh, in college. And, oh, he would have been a top uh, pick. Yeah, he's, top, he's healthy last year? Pick, oh, yeah, he's he, a top pick. He's come off that, uh, the, the injury to his back. But I saw him uh, play a few games. And, I mean, we're talking not, you know, a few college games, but more or less some of the uh, all-star games that mm-hmm. he went to and played against. It was like he was a, a man and everybody else was like boys. And he was playing against some NBA players mm-hmm. look, making them look ridiculous. His shot reminded me of Durant. Long, athletic, able to get it off against anybody. Final angle, smart. He could be a – he could be – a real, real, I wouldn't be surprised right now. I'll, I'll say this. I think that he, because he didn't play at all last year, that would be my uh, first choice for rookie of the year. Okay. So you're going to consider him a rookie? Rookie of the year, right. and, unless you're talking about Zion. And Zion yeah, right he's now. He's pretty damn going, good right now. Zion man. going crazy. He's, but, go, he's going nuts. Yeah, but I just can't. <laughs> 25 straight, 20, 25 point performances, uh, two in a row, back to back. Yeah, but I just want to know how that's going to be in the regular season. Because we haven't seen every, I'm looking at the chart 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 that he had, everything right there. Everybody, oh, you can't shoot that in the paint. Mm. Every shot that he made, I don't even know if he's he's made the 18 footer. Everything has been in the paint around yeah. the basket, and it will be a little bit more. It'll be different uh, during the um, 
the during regular, regular season. season. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Well, how how much? How many points do you think he, he's gonna? Have? Oh, he can, he's gonna average twenty. He's gonna average over twenty points a game. Oh, okay. I, just because uh, the numbers of shots, the way they want to try to work him, they're gonna work their team in transition. He's gonna be. They're gonna be fun to watch. That's gonna be a really yeah. fun team. They're to gonna be. They're gonna be a my, fun my team. My only to watch. thing with them is how do you make that trade without including Kuzma? Like if I'm I'm starting the conversation with Kyle Kuzma and, and Lonzo Ball. I, I know we're much well, they got they trade. got Lonzo Ball. They got Lonzo Ball, but I'm asking for Kuzma too. Come on, man. You think Brandon Ingram's gonna be well, Brandon, a, big, Brandon, a big player? Brandon Ingram has was the third player picked in the draft. He was, but yeah. I mean I mean if you, you're looking you, at that roster top to bottom, if, if the first said, two names I'm saying is Kuzma and, and well, Lonzo I Ball. I mean, I think Kuzma had uh play potentially you know what he did? Well, not potentially. He played better than Ingram. Um, he he did, but I think that Ingram being the third pick in the draft, uh, his explosive ability, intellectually able to play the game at a high level. Also, remember that here here he is. He was a Duke player too. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a guy who has played alongside. Uh, you know, watching that young man, you know, develop. You know that they got. He has that Duke. Uh, that do chemistry in his body. Yeah. When you think about all the things that you know he's been able to watch, so I, I, it's going to be an interesting process. It's, are the Clippers your clear cut favorite, or is that just me? Um, I think that when Paul George comes back, Paul George right now is going to be out. He had a, he's doing some some kind of uh, shoulder surgery, but when he comes back out, that's going to be a team boy. They they didn't lose. They didn't lose a lot. No. And they yeah. gained a hell of a lot. Yeah, they did. Because they gained maybe right now, arguably, you could say. Quite limited, maybe the best player right now in the league. I, I say that. I mean, you you can I really think he's the say best that. Player, absolutely. And I and the thing I don't look at the Lakers, and I don't mean any animosity, but the Lakers to me, you're still looking at LeBron James, who is the 16th year now, 17th, 17th year. Yeah. By the time it's not lost yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't care who we are. We saw that with Muhammad Ali, the greatest ever. But Father Time eventually catches up with everybody. You think this is going to be that year for him? It's, it has to be a slide, and I think this is wow. the year. I think this is the year that there's going to be a slide. I saw him make a move against um, uh, the Lakers. Were playing over there against um, uh, New, uh, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah. and I saw one of these moves he made. I was like, "Damn, that was a slow move." That was that LeBron. And there's a game weight. That's the preseason. I, Come on, Max. He'll be all right. I understand, but I just think that I don't think he's going for MVP, but he's going to still be LeBron. I just think again that you're talking a whole nother way of rolling. There's no no fence. How do you feel about the rest of the roster? Because I'm not crazy about the bench, but I do think LeBron and Anthony Davis is enough for these guys to be a top four team in the West. Is that fair? Maybe top five. Maybe top five. Okay, so when you start talking about top five, I think you saw there's still teams that you haven't mentioned yet. Did you say anything at all when it came to Utah? Utah's a top five team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. You're saying Utah's the top five team. Houston. Is Houston. Is Portland a top five, top five team? Clippers. Is Denver a top five team? I'm going to say is Denver's, Denver's top five. I'm, okay, Denver's top five. Portland is six. Portland's oh, just right you, oh, you're dropping Portland now. I'm drop, yeah, Portland, I'm Portland now. now. So Golden State's dropped out of there. You included Golden State, no? Uh-uh, I didn't say Golden State. I didn't say that. Okay. I said right now the Clippers. Clippers. Denver. Denver. Houston. Houston. Utah. Are they in the mix at all? Utah's top five. Uh, it, 
Okay. Top Lakers five? Lakers could be number six then. Okay. Well, right, right, I'm right. saying. You yeah, I forgot about Golden State. Golden right. State. There's just so much talented teams, man. There's a lot. The there's a lot. There's, it's not going to be a cakewalk when you think about some of those teams out there in the Western Conference. And, and some of those teams, the, the ones at the bottom, they're going to be dangerous. Yeah. You know, as Phoenix is loaded up on talent. Phoenix is look. They won't be. They probably won't be a playoff team. Yeah, but boy, they 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 gonna hurt somebody from time to time because that, that's a very talented team. All right, let's Do, focus on, let's you, focus on you, Utah. I, I, you, I'm glad you, you brought up Utah. You discount? Are you discounting Greg Popovich's teams now? I'm taking them out of the top five this year. Okay, for the first time, and I don't remember how many years. Okay. It's been a while, but they're not in my top five. Okay. Okay. But Utah's an interesting team. I love what they added. I think people overlook who Mike Conley is, especially. When it matters most, when he's on a team like this, a mm-hmm. team that's fighting mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you know a championship, mm-hmm. fighting to go deep in the playoffs, he hasn't been on a team like this for a while, Max. You know those Memphis teams, man, boy, they could. This dude could ball. Yeah, he can. And grind. He has plenty left in the tank. He had, yeah, he, he can grind. So if you look at him, and you have a shooter now, you have Bogdanovich yeah, out there now. Yeah, just, just kick and shoot. We know firsthand from you watching got, that you got, Pacers series. You, you got, got the Celtics. center. You got the center over there. You got Gobert. You, know, you go bear. You still got uh, uh, Mitchell, who still mm-hmm. has plenty of growth. Mitchell is Mitchell could be Donovan one of those Mitchell. top. Be one of those top players in the league. And bench that that's gonna be uh that's gonna be an interesting team to see yeah. what see what they come in. Joe Ingles has always been a shooter. This is a team that has some weapons. So I, I don't know everybody's like, oh the Lakers and that Lakers and This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The football season is in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. You can sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or you can tease your way through the season. You don't want to miss out on winning plenty of cash with BetOnline.ag. You can even bet on crazy crazy prop bets like who will be the first head coach to get canned in the NFL will the Miami Dolphins actually win a game this season these are just two examples of how you can win big money get the fastest to market odds updates and payouts with our new sportsbook partners betonline.ag head to betonline.ag use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus and you can sign up just like that that is betonline.ag don't forget the promo code CLNS50 and you can get signed up with BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. And, uh, you know, the Clippers, those are the only teams. Like, maybe you must be discounting some of these teams that I've had an opportunity to study and look at. I just feel like the, the Lakers are a team that is not going to have a, a high seed in the Western Conference. But like you said, they could be one of those teams that, that pulls off an upset, you know, especially in the first round. You know, they could go farther than people would initially expect. If you're looking at just their record. Did you think that the Lakers were not going to make the playoffs last year? When they got LeBron? I did. You thought they weren't going to make, make the playoffs? Yeah. No, I didn't think that. I, th- I thought if they did make you it, wanted, they'd be an 8th or 7th seed. You wanted a few, pe- few, play- few, few people I know that would said the Lakers were not going to make the playoffs last year. I don't think I was like one. I don't think I was in the minority. Well, I'm probably in the minority. Were, I'm in the minority, but there were people saying that. There wasn't a lot of people that said that. young talent. You know, they, they, were all, they were all talking about that young talent, and you add LeBron into the mix. They were people were like, oh, my God, you know, Kuzma's going to be better. Right. I said, Kuzma's going to be, uh, you know, Ingram is going to be better. Ingram could be an all-star. Ball yeah. is going to be, you know, right. ball's going to take over the, the, the position. 
you know, Rondo's going to be a backup. Yeah, but we all knew that they were looking for Anthony Davis. They were waiting for Anthony Davis. So we knew last Where year it wasn't going to be the year that you they got, You got Anthony Davis put in it the, together. And the smart thing I think LeBron has done is said, okay, the offense is going to run right now through Anthony Davis. It's not going to run through me. Mm-hmm. And this is, is this the first year that we've heard LeBron take a step back? Yes. You know, for a while, you know, yeah. somebody talked about maybe it was, you know, when he had Kyrie. You know, okay, Kyrie, I'm going to let you do your thing for a while. But never started out with LeBron saying, I'm going to defer to another player right. on my team because I've always been the greatest player on my right. team. It's like when he went to Miami and Dwayne Wade said after that first year, you know what, you got to be the top guy. It can't be me. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing that with Anthony Davis. He's at mm-hmm. that point of his mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, another thing too as well, especially when we're talking about playoff basketball, we're going to, they're going to see some playoff Rondo, and I'm excited to see what that looks like next to someone like LeBron James, next to Anthony Davis. Uh, it's going, uh, this is going to be a thing where Rondo can be. There are times from Rondo when he's out there on the floor, he can be this, one of the top players out there. Period. The way he thinks the game, the way he steps up to another level when mm-hmm. he plays the game. I, but then there's that other side of Rondo. And there's that you know that movie there is out right now, The Joker. There's that dark side of Rondo, which is also out there. And I remember distinctly. It was just weird. I let you guys on a little in on a little something um, when this deal was about to be made with the Celtics and Dallas. Nobody knew that Rondo was going to be traded except me. I got the news before anybody. Um, the Mavericks actually had one of their uh, scouts reach out to me and ask me my opinion. Said, we're thinking about making this trade for Rondo. Uh, what you? What do you think, Max? <laughs> oh, wait a minute here. What'd you say? What's you know, the first thing that came out of you? Or that came to I mind? told him, I said, there are times when Rondo can be the best player on the floor. But then there are other times when Rondo can be the most asinine player on the floor if he wants to. And we've seen both. We saw that when he went to Dallas. Mm-hmm. When he came here and played against the Celtics, but knocked down seven trades or something. Something crazy the like that. First game back. First first game back yeah. here. And but then it went from then on, it went south. Yeah, with him and Rick Carlisle. Went completely south. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Chicago. Everybody talked about him there. And it's like, ah, you know, it but they liked him. Players liked him. And he he performed well, especially in the playoffs. In, in the before playoffs. he went down, it went in playoffs. Yeah. So, but then we think about him last year with the Lakers. That we we will always remember him sitting over in some of the fan seats, mm-hmm. away from the, away from his other teammates, yeah. and nobody called him out on it. I mean, we're talking about LeBron James. LeBron James has always been that guy, you know. Yeah, but LeBron, that LeBron was taking shots at the young guys. LeBron was salty because they didn't trade for Anthony Davis and he had to wait a year. Well, yeah, he had to wait a few more months. salty, whatever. But still, if this is your team and you're the star of this team, are you going to allow another player to show you up like that? No. Wouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. I just think this year is different because they're like, okay, we we got our guy. We finally have the team. This is the team that we're going to have to to go far in the playoffs. I don't think they had that same mentality last year. Not and say what you want, they shouldn't. That their approach should always be positive. But was, this is the first time I saw LeBron throughout the season, or at least in a long time, where I saw LeBron in a space where he was just like, you know what, the season's a wash. I'm not getting the guy that I wanted. The trade deadline is coming gone. And then that's when they came to the Garden, and what happened? I felt like he was just mailing it in. 
he goes to the bench. They make a huge comeback, and that's when Ronda hit the game winner at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there was like a little happy moment for them. But then the very next game, or throughout that stretch of games afterwards, they it was got like stomped. they got stomped out. It was like LeBron was like this, this season. Why am I put forth this type of effort where I know but, how but, the story's going to end? But, We're not good but, enough to top. But the I, I still believe that even now. As great as LeBron is, and great as as he's been for this league, I just think there there is going to be a cliffhanger, and you get right to the end of the cliff, either you're gonna jump off or you're gonna back up. Eventually, you know the herd is gonna push him over, and uh, time has time has a way of um, catching up with everybody. You think there's gonna be any drama this year? You think? Something between Rondo I think there's and, always, and yeah, I always think that when Rondo is in the mix, I think there's always possibilities, potential. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's he's the the smartest dumb guy in the room, and he is my he's my friend. I love him. I would tell him that to his face, but he's the smartest dumb guy in the room. Whereas he will just create situations for no reason. What happened here, in your opinion? What happened with Rondo and Brad Stevens? And nothing happened there. I don't think that anything happened. That was happened. just a decision that Danny I think decided that Danny, to move on. I think that Danny just, at that point, decided to move on because Rad loves a good thinking point guard. And I think it, it was like that. But you also got to remember that Brad's philosophy is shooting the, the, the threes. So he needed somebody who's going to be a more consistent three-point shooter for his offense. So I don't think it was any any bad blood between the two. They, well, I don't think it was bad blood, but you don't think there was anything that happened that made them think, you know what, this guy can't lead this, I, this No, team. I just think, it again, the way the game is played and the way they wanted it played was different than Rondo's skill set. Rondo's skill set is boom, 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 boom. Bring it down, bring it down. I'm going to find somebody to get open. I'm going to make a decision. The way the NBA is now and the way the Celtics are – Multiple passes of the ball, swing it around. It, it does not stop with that point guard. Or if that point guard, like Kyrie, is going all the way to the basket quick, mm-hmm. make a decision. Rondo would pound that ball, pound that ball, pound that ball until he found somebody open. And I just don't think that's the way Brad Stevens' teams wanted to play. So how does that work, a player like that, a point guard like that, alongside someone like LeBron James and Anthony Davis? How, how do you share the, that? He that is. Ball? Remember, Rondo played with Anthony Davis. Right when he was down in New Orleans, in New Orleans, which is so like, I, he got that team pretty yeah, far too. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that that is going to help them. The fact that those two play together, I just think that the way the game is played, eventually that their sets are not going to match up with some of those faster teams right now out west. You know, those are some. Man, you think Houston? Houston's going to be flying. I can't wait to watch. Houston is going to be flying with Westbrook. They, they you know, I'm, I'm, and Harden. I believe in these two. I think this is the year they're going to put it together. Well, I think this is this is it. Westbrook I, is hungry, man. He's been he's been itching for this for a long time. Well, I just think hunger and hunger and egos. Egos. Yeah, that, that's you know, exactly what, do, what do, this you, is. do you put? How do you put two of the most egotistical players in the league together to play? And and I was the same person that said that about the Dream Team. I didn't think the dream team was going to be the dream team. I was like, they can't play that well, you know. But what they did, everybody checked their ego at the door. They made a concerted effort to pass the ball, play defense. Well, that happened. James Harden has never really played defense. Westbrook has probably played a lot more defense. But who's going to be the guy who's going to be the second banana? Mm -hmm. Because is Westbrook a a second banana to you? Mm Mm-mm. Is Harden a second banana? Absolutely not. Okay, so you got you got two two Indian chiefs. 
And for a tribe, you only have what? <laughs> Just one. Just one. <laughs> you and I were talking about that. We laughed. We were talking about your dad. Your, your dad is what? Oh, he's dad, you know, we, he's we, the only chief. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we talk about, yeah, it's a, it's a democracy in most households. <laughs> Not the performance. And your dad would dad say what? It, it, was a, it was a dictatorship. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to kill me when he hears this. But no, man, when he said, what was, whatever, he, whatever he said, went. And that was it. There wasn't. No discussion, no debate, no conversation. We have no second thoughts. No, we no. have no recount of no, the votes no, and then like nothing. that. No one had to say. <laughs> no one had to say. They didn't ask for anyone to raise their hand. If they don't, no. <laughs> Anybody got another opinion? No. Your mom doesn't. No. <laughs> no. That means that kids definitely won't have no opinion. And they should complain to us about it later. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about it later. But right now, no, we're going to. So that's the you got thing. that one. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's the thing I look at. The, the Chiefs, it's like, okay, you got these guys who are Chiefs, but it's like uh, these are the two great players. Who, can they put their egos uh, away to um, be the super team that everybody's talked about? What about the uh, super team in, in Oakland or San Francisco, I should say? The Warriors. Well, you've changed the dynamics of that team. Yeah, and but you know, know what no. you, you know what you've also done by doing that though. You might wake up a beast in Draymond Green. And we already seen the beast out of Draymond, but now that he's in this position, no Durant, no Thompson, he's going to come to play. Huh? I think this is going to be the best season we've ever seen from Draymond. Green. Well, he's going to have to have it because I think Steph Curry is going to have a tremendous year, but there's those ancillary pieces that are going to tell the story for Golden State. How do? These two make it work between Steph Curry and, and uh, D'Angelo Russell. Does he stick around? D'Angelo that, Russell, that a trade I, piece? I, I, look, I love D'Angelo Russell. Everyone oh assumes God. that he's a trade piece. Is that fair to say? I don't know because if you watched him in, in Brooklyn, he was he was pretty damn tough. Especially in the second half. He could go one for seven in the first half, and you're thinking this guy's ice cold, and he'll just drop 19 on you in the third quarter alone. Tough. I mean, you think about it, and that's the same way, you know, I think – Clay Thompson was a lot more efficient mm. in the shooting because it was many times he didn't have – they put some chart out on him when he scored 50, 50 points and say he might have dribbled the ball maybe four times. So he's just boom, boom, That's boom, crazy. boom. It's like, you know, he's coming off these picks and he's just letting it fly. Yeah. Instead of Russell, Russell has to put the ball on the floor a little bit sometimes to get some rhythm. Triple around a bit. So I, I think that yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how those two, yeah. you know, they, how he fits into their scheme. Right, especially when he's not the quote-unquote guy. Yeah. When yeah. he's the guy, that's when you see those big performances at him. Mm-hmm. But I think that – but, but you know, I think the thing that was great about the Warriors to me was the fact that they weren't afraid to let somebody else score. Because mm-hmm. some nights, Mike Thompson would be scoring something crazy. And you look at Steph Curry, he would, you know, take a subservient role. So if there's a team out there that is able to do that, that's one of those squads. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. <laughs>